You're listening to Breaking the Silence, a podcast by Reach 10, where we're creating a culture of courage, compassion, and connection to overcome the shame, silence, and fear that often surrounds topics such as sexuality and pornography. We're your hosts, Chriselle Simons and Creed Orm. Welcome back, listeners. We are... Honestly, I don't really have a word for how I feel as we break the silence today because I feel a lot, a full range of emotions as we record this episode today. It's tonight. It's nighttime. (laughs) So whenever you're listening to this, we are breaking the silence on, I don't even know what to call this episode, but we are wanting to send you all off with hope and some of the things that have changed our lives in recording these episodes together. So I'm here with Creed and Bentley, who is our social media manager and is so awesome. And we are going to be sharing some of our favorite episodes that have like stuck with us that we've gone back to multiple times over and over and over again. And, and also just sharing how our lives and relationships have, have changed because of the things that we've learned while we've been breaking the silence for the past couple years. Yeah. With that creed, what do you have to share with us? (laughs) Well, to follow up with that, Chriselle, you're right. This is an interesting night, an interesting episode where we are basically sounding off, signing off, whatever, whatever they say in podcasts with our final episode together, hosting this podcast. This is our final one that Bentley, Chriselle, and I will be helping out with. Uh, This is our, this is our final episode altogether. What more do you have to say, Bentley? (laughs) I love this. We like, we have had such a hard time. I'm just going to interject. We've had such a hard time even putting words to this listeners because we love you and we love this podcast so much and we've loved this work. And every week I look forward to recording these episodes. And, and so, yeah, Creed, I, I just echo what you said, like, how do we put this into words? We're not exactly sure, but we want to share with you what this means to us. Bentley, what do you, share some, drop some knowledge. Yeah, I think that I'm coming at it from a very interesting point because you haven't heard my voice very often, but I've been here for almost every episode for over a year, which is really crazy. And it's like as Chriselle has already said, it is full of a lot of emotion where this has been something that has brought so much light and knowledge to my life. So it's kind of crazy to think that like I'll be moving forward and finding that elsewhere. And we hope that we can kind of guide you in the direction of where you can find that um, as we are finishing up here and that we can share with you some of our favorite um, moments that we've had as as we have shared um, people's stories and just more options that people have when dealing with pornography and like learning about healthy sexuality. What I love about that, and, and I'm so glad you brought up all of the people that we've had on this podcast and so many more. We have, I mean, we have lists compiled of people, like our dream lineup of people that we still wanted to meet with and, and record episodes with. And there are so many more people 
a part of this conversation today than there ever have been. And I, that fills my soul with hope and fire and also speaks peace to me as we, we step back from having this podcast and, and Creed and I hosting it. And Vana will will share an episode. Our next episode will, will be Vana, our, our director, and she's going to share a little bit more as to why that's ending and, and what's what's going on and, and what's moving forward with Reach 10. But today, we're going to start with Creed because he just, I mean, it will be hard to follow him because he always right. says the best things, right. always, <laughs> period. Uh, Creed, I want to know what your favorite episode, maybe one that's like really stuck with you that you often think back on. Yes. So we were talking before about this and all of the episodes are our favorite episodes, really. (laughs) And that's like picking a child. You can't pick your favorite child. You just love them. Exactly. And that's what's amazing about what we've been able to put together here with this podcast as it is available forever for listeners. It's not like it's going away. You can keep reaching out to people, sharing the podcast, because it's going to be a resource for you to listen to again and again and again. But one of the episodes I just wanted to uh, point people to one more time is episode eight with Dr. Laura Padilla-Walker called Changing the How, When, and Why of Teaching Kids About Sexuality. And I've probably mentioned this a lot, but I've always been an advocate for teaching kids healthy sexuality because I feel like that's where we can make the largest impact. Changes might have to change generationally, right? This is where us as millennials have a chance to be champions for healthy sexuality. And the way we do that, of course, is to start with ourselves, how we talk to others about it across the line, but we can't control what other people do, or if they, even if, if they'll send our message out. But what we can do is share this message with our children or anybody we are able to have an influence over in some particular way, especially Creed, as parents. Creed, yep, I Chrishell. just love, I love that you, I love that you always come back to this and that you bring this up so often because I think you're spot on. Like it's so like, we know what it feels like to grow up in a really crappy culture when it comes to sexuality. And I I think that we have what it takes to change it. And it so desperately needs change. So I'm so glad that you were shouting out this episode. Such a great, great episode with Dr. Lara Padilla-Walker. She just really outlined some really incredible principles. Yes. Let's just be the change that we want to see in the world. One way to do that. What is such a blessing is that as parents, you get to essentially govern what you teach and don't teach your children. And this is what's amazing is that you can teach them all the good things. <laughs> so let's let's change that with their generation. So that's my input with that one. Love it. Love that's it. awesome. Just because this can be such a scary topic. And so things like that, just to prepare us to talk about this topic uh, with our own kids and with other people is always a good situation. <laughs> Okay, Creed, I know you have more than one favorite. All right. I'll go ahead and share some of those. (laughs) Well, I just um, love and appreciate everybody that has been courageous enough to share their stories, particularly the woman on the podcast who personally have struggled with pornography. My heart is so proud of them to be able to speak out for all women everywhere who have struggled with pornography themselves. That message I think is so important. So thank you 
Specific shout outs with regard to that, Cassandra Hulse, Marissa Hannig, and Mackenzie Preza. Episodes 4, 30, and 77, You Girls Rock. And thank you so much for sharing. Everybody else, of course, but thank you. Ah, oh, I love Thank it. you for breaking the silence. Oh my goodness. There's been way too much silence in that, in that topic and especially for women. So, oh, yes. And I just want to echo what Creed said. I'm probably going to interject into everyone's comments because they're all my favorite and I have something to say about every episode because they've all changed my lives. But witnessing and like being able to hear and love people more as they've shared their stories with us has been one of my favorite parts of being a host on Breaking the Silence because, wow, the courage, like you just love people so much when you find out more about what they've gone through, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So, amen, Creed. That needs to be shouted from the rooftops. Like, bless you all. Thank you all for sharing your stories with us and for Breaking the Silence. Such sacred ground to walk on. And just the continual courage to share stories just increases all the compassion and connection that we strive for. So thanks a million. (laughs) Okay, Bentley. Okay. I I guess I'm like leading this discussion. So (laughs) I guess I get to decide (laughs) who goes next. Bentley, you're up. (laughs) Hey, awesome. I don't even know where to start, (laughs) but I kind of want to talk about where I was when I came to this this position that I have is a social media and social media on reach 10. Um, and I kind of, so I had just gotten married and I thought that I knew everything coming into this. I was like, oh yeah, like pornography is bad and that's the sitch, right? Like I was like, that is what I know. And I learned that like, it's a lot more complicated than that. And I found so much, so much power from everyone's stories, as we've already mentioned, like everyone had so much courage and um, I just love learning about everyone's stories. And, but I think that something that I really got out of this podcast for myself individually is just how much, like, as we talk to professionals, the advice that they had for people struggling with pornography can help anyone in their lives. And it's crazy to me. So one of the episodes that I really loved was, um, it was actually slanted into two episodes that we did, but um, with Ty Mansfield, it was episode 42 and 43. He talked about mindfulness and um, how that specifically helps those in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And also talked about how that helps people how mindfulness can help people struggling with pornography. And he talked a lot about like feeling your feelings and having intimacy and relationships and things like that. Um, That's our key elements to overcoming pornography. But also I was like, wow, I can use this in my life. Like whether I'm struggling with my spirituality, like mindfulness can help me there. Or if I'm struggling, like I came into a marriage and I did not understand my own sexuality necessarily. Like as a woman, I think a lot of the time we're told like, you're not a sexual person by like the world and by media and things like that. And so being able to sit mindfully and learn about my own sexuality was huge with that one. And then also on that same uh, kind of thread, 
we had a podcast episode with Amanda Louder. That was episode 52. Um, and she talked about how we can learn to communicate about sex, but she also talked about like how our bodies are inherently good. And there's nothing about our bodies that's shameful, which like talking about pornography and healthy sexuality, I felt a lot of shame before I came here. Like, I remember like even telling people that I had taken on this social media position, I was like, yeah, I'm working for a nonprofit called Reach 10. And like, oh, what, what do they do? And it was like, I had to like hiccup pornography out for like the first time <laughs> because I was like, I can't say this to someone in a regular conversation. So I just loved like learning more about myself through these podcast episodes and learning how these principles could help me. But also like my husband struggled with pornography and just learning what that journey looks like for him as well. Like he, it's not something that he struggles with today, but it's always something that like is going to be a part of his life. So I guess that was a lot um, of overall things that I've learned, but those are two episodes that really hit me hard in my own personal, like healthy sexuality journey. And then beyond that, just like in life. Oh, Bentley, you are, you nailed it. (laughs) So, so good. And I just want to echo that. Like every episode, there was always something at least one, if not 17 million things that I felt were said just so I could see life different (laughs) and and live life more free and with more hope and with more connection. And I love those two episodes. I am so that person that when asked if I have a favorite or when at, when I share anything, I'm like, Oh, this is my favorite. No, this one's my, they're all my favorite. Every, everything's my favorite. I Loved those episodes that you brought up. And I remember the the mindfulness episode with Ty has been so helpful. Like I, I reflect on that often in my life where even as we were starting this episode, I'm like, it's okay to feel all of the emotions. It's totally, let's just, let's embrace them instead of keep shoving them down and pretending like this isn't gonna, this episode's never going to happen. It's happening and let's feel them. And Bless Ty for giving us permission to fill the fills. <laughs> yes. So, so good. Yeah. That's wonderful, Bentley, that you were able to experience that growth and education by just being here on the podcast and that you were able to work through some of that shame and the work is never done, right? That's yeah. one of the blessings that this podcast has given for me is that it's just has always been a consistent reminder. I've been a lucky one to be able to listen officially to each of these episodes since I'm helping to host them. And every couple of weeks that we do it, always that good consistent reminder, right? Of all the principles that we talk about. That's what we really all need is a reminder because we forget. We forget how courageous we've been in the past, how much we need compassion for ourselves and others, and how much connection when we open up and allow intimacy, which is into me see and into you see happens. Like it's just good reminders for principles to continually apply in my, our lives. And so I think that's what it's been a blessing for me is that it's been that consistent reminder that has trickled throughout the rest of my life and my interactions. So everybody just keep listening again and again to these <laughs> episodes. So you don't forget. <laughs> I love what you said about hiccuping the word pornography out. Oh my gosh, that's so real. So, so real. We're like, oh, what's your podcast about? And you're like, 
I don't think I was ready to tell my bishop what my podcast is about or (laughs) my neighbor that I ran into at the store, (laughs) like just whoever it is that you're talking to, my coworker, what this is about, right? But I have loved breaking the silence and getting more comfortable myself with talking about it like it's normal life because it's Mm -hmm. totally normal life. And we can talk about it in normal conversation, right? (laughs) Yeah, I think that a huge moment of power for me throughout this um, is like I've become proud of the fact that I can talk about it like enough that I had to speak in a church meeting and I got up in front of I don't even know how many people. And I said, like, this is something that I do on the side. Like I talk about pornography and it's awesome and I love it. And it really felt like I was in that moment claiming it was like a sense of freedom that I really felt of like, this isn't something that's capturing me or holding me back. Like I can talk about this topic that has been so scary to me my whole life because that's all that I've been taught. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I remember when I finally was able to say it without blushing, it's like, <laughs> I'm a winner. Did it. Yes. <laughs> I've arrived. <laughs> yeah. It really feels powerful. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. My most recent experience sharing was with my coworkers and yep, I do this podcast here. One of our coworkers is going to be on the podcast. And this is what we're talking about. Like a little scary, but so rewarding. Right. And I'm so glad both of you have been finding experiences with that too. Shouting it from the pulpit. Well, maybe not shouting, but <laughs> <laughs> sharing it from the pulpit as well. That's beautiful. I hope all of our listeners can feel that courage and just practice. Start with one person, keep it going, keep practicing. It gets easier. And I feel like every time I brought it up, people always have something to say about it and are like Mm -hmm. really grateful that the silence has been broken. And, and so I, I never want to stop breaking the silence. Yeah. And I always want and, and and Creed, you brought this up. Like I, I often think of my baby and I want her to know all of these things and things that I've learned, but not in like an awkward way. <laughs> Hopefully we can figure out how to not have that be as so awkward, but, but really know that I am someone that's safe to come and talk to and that like totally we're going to talk about sexuality and who you are as a daughter of God who has this incredible gift and what it looks like to live a life of value and and the values that you want to have and how to prepare to have an incredible relationship in the future. Because it's so empowering, right? And not just with her, but all the people I talk with and whether it's at play groups, because that's my life now, or... Uh, wherever that we can have these conversations and no longer hiccup over the word pornography or sexuality or any of the other incredible truths that are part of our experience. So Mm -hmm. awesome, Bentley. I just adore you and I'm going to miss hanging out with you every week. I know. (laughs) Um, Michelle, I know you said that you hate picking favorites, but what were some of the episodes that stick out to you? 
Okay, we're just going to go with like the two that came to my mind first, because then as I was going through the list, it was all of them. The first one that came to mind that I often reflect back on is the episode that we recorded with Weston Smith and Spencer Buswell about community and passion projects. And I don't remember which episode this is from because we just had really awesome episodes. Both of those episodes were so great. But we talked about in that episode how often we want our lives to look like the highlight reel. I love highlight reels. It's my favorite way to watch a game. It's like fast. I don't have to spend seven hours watching the football game. It gets done in 17 minutes. It's like every play is so good. And one time I remember watching a highlight reel and I was like, man, these guys are just not messing up. And then I had to remember, oh, it's because it's the highlight reel. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like every play they were getting a down. (laughs) And, And as we recorded that episode, I loved pausing and remembering that there are so many things that happen in our lives that lead up to the play that happened that made it onto the highlight reel. So wherever you're at in your life, whether you're like, man, this play sucked. (laughs) Definitely not making it onto the highlight reel. (laughs) Or you're like, that one was a really good one. It's totally going to make it onto the highlight reel. It's all important. And we wouldn't have the highlight reel plays in our life if we didn't have the like mistakes that led up to those, those like clutch plays that have to happen in order to make the down. So often I find myself dropping the ball or uh, being in the wrong spot or, uh, you know, like, dang, I hope that I didn't really mess this one up. And time and time and time again, I see those mistakes play out to be the greatest miracles in my life that I love so, so much. So those are my thoughts on that episode. Then I have another one, but any thoughts on that? And along with that, I feel like if there's anything that we've learned and that I hope listeners have learned by listening to the podcast is that there's always opportunity for change, growth, and progress. No matter where, like Bentley said, you are on your journey, no matter what kind of play you've made if you allowed the quarterback to get tackled or <laughs> threw the ball into the one ground. Job. <laughs> but there's always change, growth, and progress to be available. If you struggle with pornography, maybe the growth and progress is not stopping completely right now. Maybe that's not what's happening, even though you really want it to, but at least maybe we can change how you think about yourself and in connection to your pornography use, can you give yourself a little bit more compassion? Can you reach out to someone for some extra support? Can you go to a professional? If you have a spouse, how can you change your thoughts, thought patterns about a spouse struggling? You know, there's so much peace and growth and change that can happen no matter where you are in your journey. It can look completely different from someone else's, but there is a little bit of something that can change, move up and progress with practice and continual effort. So that's something I am continually learning in my own life, but also just if you listen to everybody on the podcast, that's what happens. We change, we grow. Even if we make mistakes, we are improving little by little. So that's, I think that's wonderful growth. We can always change. Okay. So they're all my favorite. This is too hard. (laughs) I want to share one more. Maybe four more. Okay, one more. One that I really loved and 
that I often go back to, and I I think I go back to it because it was one of our more religious conversations was the conversation that we had with Hayden and Savannah Paul about repentance and it's episode 75. And I loved this one because I think so often we think of repentance, like even, even now when I, I know I love repenting, love it. But then I have moments of where I go back to this idea that I used to think when I was young, that repentance is a punishment and like, you're bad if you have to repent, man, like, why can't that thought just die? You know, (laughs) because Mm -hmm. repentance truly is such a gift. Yeah. I'm so glad that you brought up this episode because this was also one that really stood out to me partially just because we recorded this one right before I taught youth about pornography. So I think that something that really stood out to me in this section is like how to involve priesthood leaders in your uh, repentance process as well. And I just remember like walking away being like, I wish I would have known all of these things that they said about repentance when I was 16, right? Like that going to your bishop is asking him to be on your team. Like I specifically remember them talking about that, like continuing this football analogy, right? Like we're asking the bishop to be on our team because we need a little extra help in this play, you know, like yeah, I just walked away like repentance is an attitude. That was another thing that popped up in that episode that I just really loved. It's um, because I, you know, they always say like, you should be repenting daily. You like hear things like that. And you're like, how is that even possible? But like the idea that repentance is an attitude, it's like constantly trying to become better and to change and to bring Christ into that process is just amazing. It's so helpful and powerful to be able to be mindful of our actions that we don't want to return to again, an action that we can just decide, I want to turn away from that and I want to refocus on whatever is most beneficial to me, whether that be Christ, whether that be a healthy sexuality relationship with my spouse, with myself. We can turn away from that which is not good for us and refocus our lives. Yes, repentance, turning away from that which is not good for us. We can do it and it's helpful. It's always going to help us, definitely. Yeah, so good. And so like, so much more hopeful than the idea of repentance that I had growing up, right? Like in, in that episode, we talked about how repentance isn't the punishment, it's the escape from the punishment. It's how we, it's how we change. It's that change of heart. We want to wrap up this episode by sharing our like biggest takeaway, like how this episode has changed our life. Like what, what are we moving forward with because we were a part of breaking the silence and Bentley, I want to hear from you. Yeah, I can start. I have learned so much just about the journey of healthy sexuality. And I think that like some misconceptions that I came into this was that this journey wasn't for me. This is, this journey is for someone who struggles with pornography. And I think that we all kind of have that idea growing up that like, I I don't know, I don't think I'd even like really associated the phrase healthy sexuality with myself before. And so I think that something coming away from this is that everyone is on this journey. You are not the only one on this journey 
whether you're struggling with pornography or not. Um, everyone around you is working towards that. And in that same theme, this one's so okay. A realization that I've had is that there's not one specific type of person that struggles with pornography. And I think that's really important to know because someone may surprise you. And if you are thinking like, oh, only boys struggle with pornography or only teenage boys struggle with pornography or whatever it is, when that person comes to you and says, hey, I struggle with pornography, you're not going to give them a great reaction, right? Like it might be one that startles them or scares them to continue telling their story. So you have to be prepared. Like when someone comes to me, whether this is my I don't know why this is the example that came to me, but whether it's my 80 year old grandma, you know, or like <laughs> yes. you know, like my dad or my best friend or like whoever it is, um, maybe it sounds kind of sad for a second until you realize that like knowing that anyone can be struggling with pornography, um, it helps you protect yourself from that, but it also helps you be prepared to help anyone around you who is struggling with it. Yes, 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 yes. That side of the conversation, that compassion, being prepared for anybody to come to you with their story is so important so that you don't, so that you can react. Let's focus on the good so that you can react in a way that encourages their story to be shared and that you can meet it with empathy and love. That's only going to help. That's yeah. only going to help. Sure. Yeah. That's wonderful. Um, as as far as I go, I've I've shared already Basically, what um, has been really helpful for me, my key takeaways is just the constant reminder of the three pillars, we could call them, that courage, compassion, and connection. I'll need to continue uh, remembering, remember those things daily. It's just been so wonderful, sacred ground to listen to people's story, feel consistent courage enveloped around me as I hear all that and the other two compassion and connection. It's just so beautiful to be involved with it all. And that has been just making my life so much better, more full of light. Love it. Oh, I love it. For me, I think of the quote from one of my favorite movies, but we bought a zoo in there. They say, all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage. But I feel like that's been the biggest thing that time and time and time again that I come back to in this podcast is that it takes courage. It takes courage to open your mouth. It takes courage to connect. It takes courage to be compassionate. It takes courage to share. It takes courage to repent. It takes courage. And it's terrifying. It's terrifying every time. It's terrifying. And and I wish it wasn't, you know, I wish it wasn't terrifying terrifying. That's not maybe the word I want to continue to use, but I wish it didn't take courage every time I want to connect with my husband in a greater way, but it does totally takes courage, right? It takes courage for me to open up and it's worth it every time it Mm -hmm. is worth it every time. But I'm always amazed when I get to that, like that, that tipping point where I'm like, like lean into it, lean into it. (laughs) And, and that's really like, Every episode, I feel like that was one of the messages that I got is that it takes courage. It takes courage to have good relationships. It takes courage to walk away from something that we don't want to have an experience anymore. It takes courage to hold the space when we've been hurt before. It takes courage. It it takes so much courage. But with that courage comes love 
comes connection and comes belonging and comes like all of the things that we crave so desperately. So that's my biggest thing. And that's my biggest invitation for everyone is lean into that courage. Love it. Man, listeners, we just, like I said in the beginning, like so many emotions, most of them I, for me, I just feel an incredible amount of love and gratitude for each one of you who have listened, rated and reviewed, who've downloaded, who have shared. God bless each of you and wherever you're at in your life. And thank you for being a part of this journey of breaking the silence. Thank you for having the courage. Yes. And as we always will, we we will invite you to reach out to people. Start with one person, the most important person in your life. Just open up a conversation with them. So simple. Start with one person. And if you've already reached 10, yes, try another person. Keep reach going. Another 10. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. So I'm so appreciative of Bentley and Chriselle and Vana and everybody on this podcast that we've had who's been courageous to share, to reach. It's changing the culture, at least in my sphere. It's just been wonderful and amazing. Thanks to everybody. Thank you all. Thank you. <laughs> and just thank you listeners. We love you. Keep breaking the silence. Thank you for listening to Breaking the Silence by Reach 10. Help us create a new culture of connection by sharing what you heard today with at least 10 people. Please help us reach more young adults by going to iTunes to rate and review our podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Reach 10 is a nonprofit. You can help support this podcast by donating on our website and following us on social media. We share these views to open the dialogue on these tough issues. We are not professionals and the ideas shared on this podcast should not be taken as professional advice. The opinions and views that our hosts and guests share do not necessarily reflect the views of Reach 10, and we don't guarantee the accuracy of any statements you hear. Reach 10 is not responsible for your use of information heard on this podcast. We keep learning and invite you to join us as we build a more open, compassionate, and courageous culture.